You are listening to the Extraordinary Events Podcast with Dr. K, episode number 99. Welcome to the Extraordinary Events Podcast, where we aim to educate, inspire, and empower individuals who wish to design transformational experiences. Now, your host, event education champion, Dr. Kristen Mallett. Hello, hello, my beautiful, wonderful, incredible, amazing podcast listeners. I am taking a break from my 437 emails so I could record a podcast. I am a week behind and with good reason to. I have been out of the office the last two weeks on two different trips. The first trip was to Austin for a family function, my cousin's bachelorette party. She gets married next month. I am so excited for her. And then I immediately came off that and went straight into Stephen Covey's Seven Habits for Highly Effective People. Big fan of the book. Have always, I, I read the book, I own the book, I've done a lot with the book over the years. And it was really cool to get the in-depth training and the workbooks and all all the things and kind of refresh some of that learning. I love that I work at a university that invests so much in professional development if you so choose to want to sign up for it. I was posting a ton of pictures from Austin, Texas for my cousin's bachelorette party, and someone reached out and said, oh my goodness, you have to do a podcast on this. Because one of the (laughs) pictures I posted, I should create a link in the show notes. One of the pictures that I posted was at a piano bar in Austin, and it was 14 bachelorettes up on the stage all doing a shot together. All the comments were like, oh my goodness, where are you? Where is this? What's going on? And I had to write in comments like, this is nothing. Austin has really marketed and advertised itself for this very specific niche market. Austin, Texas is actually third in the country for bachelor parties, which I didn't even specifically know that that was even necessarily measured in that way. Fun fact, first is Nashville, second is Las Vegas, third is Austin, and fourth is Miami. So if you want to know where to get your bachelorette party or where to do it, those are the hot spots. And let me tell you, when I say Austin is a hot spot for it, there wasn't a single place we went that we didn't see a bachelorette and their posse. It was like kind of crazy. We went to dinner and we started counting them and there was over 20 bachelorettes at dinner at one restaurant. And then we went the next night to the piano bar and there was the 14 bachelorettes. You couldn't go anywhere. We went out dancing to some of the different bars that had little dance areas in the back down on Rainy Street. Super wonderful. And there was just so many, whether it was a bride-to-be with one person or a bride-to-be that had 12 bachelorettes with them. We had the the Texas cowboy hats with the veils. We had everywhere in between. And of course, being the person that I am, I'm asking everybody for all the details. Like, hey, congratulations. Where are you from? Oh, you're from North Carolina. Cool. Oh, you're from Houston, Texas. Awesome. Oh, you're from Nebraska. Oh, you're from Indianapolis. From all over the country. And some people from Canada that we met. 
all down in Austin. And I said to myself, I said, this is really interesting because I used to live in Las Vegas. I lived in Las Vegas for nearly four years. And I always thought that was a big place for bachelorettes. And it is a huge place. Obviously, it's number two. It's above Austin. But when you think about Las Vegas, it's spread out over the entire strip. So it's not so highly concentrated. And I really started to think about that in terms of the, I don't know, the aura of the event or the energy or the atmosphere. In Las Vegas, they would see Bachelorette and they would catcall and they would whistle and they would congratulate you and buy you shots and buy you drinks and you're in Vegas so you're making poor decisions. And then in Austin, it was so concentrated that they honestly, there was no catcalling, there was no whistling or yelling. The bridesmaids were responsible for buying your drinks. And let me tell you, for my cousin, we bought a lot of drinks. I just got that Venmo request today. So it's like fresh on my brain. So it's really up to the bridal party. It's not up to random strangers. You don't necessarily have to worry about, is somebody going to try to pick you up and take you home? And it was a completely different environment that made me sit there and say, okay, a lot of my research in the past has been in destination personality and destination marketing and saying, what is your unique gift? What's your unique value proposition that you're advertising? And how on earth did Austin come up with, hey, I know we have South by Southwest over here, which is a huge thing for us and income generating. And now we're randomly going to go for the bachelorette market. Like somebody somewhere had to have made a very specific choice in that saying like, hey, we have sun and sun leads to tans and tans lead to people who are about to get married. (laughs) There had to be some kind of marketing persona somewhere that somebody in some important place said, this is going to be our market and we're going to kill it. And then you look at the number one, the number one's not even Las Vegas. It's Nashville, which is country capital, right? (laughs) So what's making these stand out? And I was actually using it as a case study in a community that I was talking to. So I came home from Austin. I had one afternoon of meetings. Then I went to the three-day seven habits workshop. And then I've come back and I've been home, I guess, back in the office for half a day. And I was talking about Austin. And I said, if Austin can choose a random market that they think would thrive in this area, why can't you choose a random market? I think so often we try to be everything to everybody all the time. And we're always saying in in target market, right? Event design, target market, a marketing persona is like narrow it in, narrow it in, narrow it in, or choose your your top three personas. Okay, you have three very specific target markets. You're going to create marketing messages that are tailored to each of those those markets. It's going to feel like you're speaking directly into their soul. Like I absolutely get that. But why can't you create your own market? To sit there and say, okay, these are existing markets. Yes, you can already go into a saturated environment, but why can't you say like, hey, why can't I <laughs> why can't I specialize in divorce parties, right? I am in I can't remember if I even actually mentioned this on the podcast. I think I did a couple episodes ago. I'm in a stand-up comedy class right now. And one of the people in my class, she has a whole entire bit around divorce parties. 
and making divorce parties cool again. I should say again, <laughs> trying to make divorce parties a thing of when you get married and you have bridal showers and then you have wedding showers and then you have the wedding gifts, you're consolidating two households into one and then you're asking for all these brand new things. But when you really need those things is when you're getting divorced because you're going from one house into two houses. So instead of needing one set of towels, you need two sets. Instead of needing one set of silverware, you now need two sets. And how cool would it be to have a divorce reveal party? <laughs> like, okay, we're going to get all our friends together and we're going to be together and then we're going to do a grand reveal. Maybe instead of um, giving us tips or advice or guessing what our kids' names are, why don't you all guess why we're getting divorced? And then we'll do a big reveal so there's no drama or secrets or, you know, whispers and hush-hush. Why don't you all guess why we're getting divorced? And then we can do it. And then we can just go ahead and split up the friend groups here while we're at it, right? So just a super interesting concept and not necessarily a quote-unquote target market, over 50% of marriages lead into divorce. So that is a viable market that anybody could do. You could be the middle of nowhere and you could say, I'm going to target divorces and I'm going to have giant bonfires and people can bring all their stuff and like throw in their wedding dress and throw in their furnitures or I've actually been to one of these parties in the middle of nowhere, Nebraska, <laughs> on a farm where the ex-wife was like throwing in their wedding dress and all their photo albums and was a giant and like giant, giant bonfire. Like, why can't that be a thing? Why don't you just make your own niche? So I've really had a lot of thoughts about this just in the week since coming home from Austin. And thinking what other parties can we can we create or can we target or can we make cool or make viral? Or there's things in our lives that happen every day. Why can't we just choose one and make it a thing and then target it? You don't have to be a cool city. You don't have to be um, even a city at all. You could be a township. Think about Burning Man. It's in the middle of the desert. They construct a town. Why can't you do that? So I'm really going to be kind of thinking about that a lot because I think that's just such a fascinating concept of creating your own type of life event party and making that really cool. And this is very well-timed because our next episode is episode 100. It's so crazy. And there has been a lot of stuff that has happened this semester. I shared that I kind of renegotiated my job at the beginning of the semester. Now I've got some other really cool things in the works. There's some other cool projects. I talked a couple episodes ago about the speculative design. I've been invited to an event industry council kind of mastermind group in one particular area. I've been invited to do some things in Europe. There's just a lot going on that I'm really excited to share. And then there's also some things within my own life that I'm super excited to share. And I promise I'm going to reveal a whole bunch of that in episode 100, which is next. So stay tuned. I'm so excited. I hope this episode has really got your creative juices flowing. Why can't you be the number one market in the world to host divorce parties? <laughs> like, why can't you be that? Any college town with a whole bunch of bars could do that, right? 
So think about that. Think about what are events that maybe you don't normally think of that you can make a thing and make your town be the place for that thing. It's just really interesting. And with that thought, I hope you have found this time that you have spent with me useful. I always, I never, ever, ever take your time for granted. I'm always cognizant of that. So thank you all so much for making the time to take the time. I'll talk with you soon. Thank you for listening to the Extraordinary Events Podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode.